everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Rare Disease Mama. I am your host, Jillian Arnold. some very exciting news this week. Well, actually, we found out a few weeks ago, but I can finally share it this week. Um, I know I had mentioned this on a previous podcast that we got some really great news, but we couldn't share it quite then. But Donald and I, and I'm sorry, those of you that follow me on social media probably already heard this, so (laughs) sorry to repeat it. But um, Donald and I have always wanted to have three children, and we knew if we ever did have a third, when and if we ever did have a third, it would have to be through IVF because of the genetic mutations that we both carry for ASMD. Um, There's no way we would want to risk um, another child of ours having ASMD. So we ended up looking into IVF over a year ago. Um, After we received both Roman and Stella's diagnosis, it just became really, really important that we get moving on this um, just because I am not getting any younger. I'm 34, for those of you who don't know. Um, And at age 34 is when your egg supply starts to kind of dwindle down. So over a year ago, I was 33, and we went and met with um, the doctor at the clinic and got all the information, and we went as far as to actually get our test created So they would have to, they had to create a specific test to test for our very specific mutation that we carry. Um, And we had that made. It took about six weeks. And once they were finished with it, they're like, okay, we're, you are free to move forward. Um, And at that point, we financially just could not swing it. Um, IVF is super crazy expensive and we just couldn't do it. We couldn't justify spending all this money on a child that didn't even exist yet, no matter how bad we wanted it. When we have two amazing, beautiful babies that need that support, that financial support. So we ended up pausing the whole process Um, for quite some time. And we started looking into other options because our, so our insurance doesn't cover any part of IVF, which is just kind of crazy to me. Um, It's like, okay, you either pay this amount of money up front to ensure that we won't have another child with this 
or we risk it and you know potentially you would be shelling out a whole bunch more money to cover the lifelong expenses of this child if they're diagnosed with it as well um so yeah it just seems kind of crazy however we weren't going to chance it regardless <laughs> um just not willing to take that chance so anyways um we ended up looking into well, my husband had contacted the HR at his company to see if they were able to make an exception for us and have it covered by insurance. And um, unfortunately, they couldn't. So we were kind of out of options. So we're just like, well, there's nothing we can really do at the moment. So let's just kind of pause all this. So I ended up um, speaking with a genetic counselor at our children's hospital, and they told us that there, or she told us that there was a um, foundation that awards grants for IVF, I think like twice a year. And she's like, they're actually closing in the application deadline. Like, I think it was like, I had like a month to um, fill out the very long application and submit it. So I talked to Donald about it and we're like, let's just try it. I'll, I'll figure it out. I mean, basically Donald told me like, hey, if you find the money for this, like we can do it. Um, because having a third child when you already have two children with a lot of medical needs is a huge, huge decision. And it's a very, very personal decision. Um and I don't want to say it took a whole lot of convincing on my end, but, um, you know, I think the financial aspect and like going through this whole process was what really kind of freaked Donald out. You know, he's, we're a one salary, um, household right now, and he has a lot of financial stress on his shoulders all the time. So he basically said, listen, you find a way to pay for it and we can we can do it. So that's all he had to tell me. So I found out about the grant. We filled out the application. When I say we, I mean I, um, because I kind of took all this on um, as my own little special project and um, submitted the application. We had to submit a like five minute little video essay along with it, which Donald obviously was a part of. Um, so we found out a few weeks after we got everything submitted, we got an email saying that we were finalists for it and that um, we had to schedule a Zoom interview. And when I got this email, A, I just happened to be looking through my junk folder. Somehow it went into my junk folder and I'm so thankful that I happened to look in my junk folder that day because I never check in there. <laughs> so I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, we're finalists. Like, this is amazing. So we scheduled the Zoom interview and we <laughs> came downstairs. We got all set up and me and Dom were sitting, waiting for them to come on. And we're just like, so nervous. Like neither of us are talking and we're just like sweating and we're just like, what are they going to ask us? Like, what didn't we cover? Like, is this weird that we're doing an interview? Like, I feel like they asked the, the um, application was so in-depth and 
we sent in this video. And so they came on and they basically were just like, hey, we lied to you guys. Like there's no interview. You guys got the grant. And I can't even tell you the amount of relief that I felt and just excitement and shock. And um, yeah, it was just uh, a beautiful moment. And I started crying because I just was so thankful that we were getting this opportunity. And I felt so blessed to be given the opportunity to expand our family. So that all happened a few weeks ago. And they basically told us that we had to wait to kind of like we were able to tell our close family, but to wait to announce it um, when they announced the grant recipients on their Facebook page, which they had to like, they had to basically, you know, contact um, the facility that we're going to and tell them that that we were awarded a grant. And there was just we had to sign something. And that there was a lot of things to kind of cross off the list after we could announce it. So, um, or before we could announce it. So we got all that squared away and yeah, I'm just, I mentioned on my social media post, I'm, when we first started looking into this, I didn't think I wanted to tell people, um, obviously like our family and our parents do, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to really like make it public knowledge that we were kind of doing this and going down this route. But then after I got, after we were awarded the grant, I just felt like it was really important that we share this journey um, with you all, because I know that sharing our journey will help others out who might be in similar circumstances or um, maybe there's another family out there in Cincinnati that is wanting to do IVF or needing to do IVF and um, they don't know about Parental Hope, which is the foundation that awarded us the grant. Um, There's just like a lot of positives to sharing this journey and I wanted to be able to give back and I think I can, I think we can help other families by sharing this. Um, But I think the thing I was most hesitant about was um, getting, and this could be all in my head, but I was most hesitant about sharing this because I was afraid what people would think. And, um, judgment from other people. Like, why are they trying to have a third child when they already have two kids with all these medical needs and that's irresponsible. And I don't know why my mind was going there. Um, but so far all of, um, the feedback has been really positive and everyone's been super supportive. And I think that Like I said before, choosing to have another child is after, you know, a diagnosis, like a life altering diagnosis for one of your other children is a very personal decision. And I, 
I don't know. It's just very personal. I just feel very vulnerable um, sharing this with everyone, but I, I feel like there could be a lot of good in sharing this. So I think the biggest thing for me as a parent of two kids with a, who are medically complex with living with a life limiting disease, um, the thought of potentially not being a mom one day is just too much for me to even conceptualize. Um, and I feel like this became so much more important to me, like having a third child after we got Stella's diagnosis, because I just can't bear the thought of not being a mom. Um, and while we are so, so full of hope for Roman and Stella's future in we're doing everything humanly possible to get them treatment, to give them a great quality of life and um, help them live the fullest, happiest life possible and keep them around for a very, very long time. We are also not naive to what this disease is. And we have also looked into and kind of like explored the idea of adoption. And um, we looked into like fostering to adopt. And there's a lot of, I guess, any route you take, um, there's a lot of stuff involved with it. And um, I felt very, very strongly about having another baby with like our genes because if there was ever a point in time where I didn't have Roman and Stella, I know that I would take so much comfort in having another baby that shared their same genetics and that looked like them. And, um, it's a place that I do not like to go to mentally or emotionally, but that is one of the driving forces of me wanting, and well, both of us wanting to go down this IVF um, journey. Um, and again, you know, hoping and praying that our babies will be with us for a really, really long time. Um, but also being realistic to every possibility that is out there. And I just, yeah, I'm, it's, it's really hard for me to talk about. Um, and it, it is such a personal, personal, um, decision and I hope that there's others out there that might be able to relate. Yeah, we're, we are excited to start this journey. Um, I know it's going to be a lot of work and, um, we already have our 
appointments scheduled. I mean, once once I got the okay that we can go ahead and move forward from Parental Hope, I called our facility, our, our doctor's office, like literally the next day and <laughs> set up our appointment to get things going. So that's going to be in November. Um, they did tell me that they're going to be on a bit of a break in like over the holidays. So if when we do the egg retrieval, it probably won't be till the beginning of next year, which was totally fine with me because, um, we got a lot of stuff going on (laughs) anyway, especially with the holidays and stuff. So I'm excited to keep you all posted on the happenings with this and, this I, I also want to clear up too. This does not mean that we are having a baby tomorrow. No, no, no. Um, we are anxious to start this um, egg retrieval and you know creating the embryos and testing the embryos and freezing them because I want them to be there when we are ready, which hopefully won't be too far off. I mean, I would love to. Give Roman and Stella another sibling and just add that much more love into their life and love into our life. And who doesn't love a cute, cute little tiny baby? Oh my gosh, I miss those baby snuggles. Um, But yeah, this doesn't mean we're having a baby tomorrow. We are taking things day by day and Roman and Stella's health plays a big role in all of this too. Um, They're doing pretty stable right now and we are hoping once we get them both started on this secondary medication that they will be in an even more stable spot health-wise where we could take on, you know, pregnancy and having another child. So this was a lot of information. Um, oh, and I, well, I also wanted to talk about too what exactly they'll be doing. So those of you that aren't too familiar with like the IVF process, um, I'll give you kind of like the condensed version of what is going to happen. But basically I am going to start taking medicine to kind of like ramp up my egg production. And then they do an egg retrieval, which I I think I do go under anesthesia for it, but it doesn't take all that long um, where they basically retrieve all the eggs that I have or all the ones that they can get. And then they use Donald's sperm to fertilize them. And I think they wait a few days to see which ones actually develop into embryos. And then they watch those embryos, see which ones develop into like mature embryos. And then the ones that make it to that point they will send them off to get tested um, for the specific mutations that we're testing for. And then they will let us know how many, you know, our carriers of ASMD, how many were completely unaffected and how many have the gene for ASMD. So, and then at that point, we would freeze them until we are ready to actually get pregnant. Now, every step of this process, the numbers kind of like cut in half by 50%. So say they were able to retrieve, um, we'll say 
eight eggs. <laughs> I don't know what the normal number is, but I feel like maybe it's around eight eggs. Um, so only four of those would make it to like the mature embryo stage. And then when they ship them off, then if everything was like exactly, exactly the odds, there would be one embryo that would have the ASMD gene. There would be two embryos that would be carriers and there would be one embryo that would be completely unaffected. So that's, those are just like the exact odds. Now, if that will happen, we don't really know. We could, you know, have, find two eggs with the, or two embryos with the ASMD gene and, you know, two who are carriers. We don't really know how it's all going to pan out, but that is kind of the uh, shortened down condensed version of <laughs> what we will be doing. Um, but again, we are excited to start this process. We're anxious, we are nervous, and um, I will be sharing it all with you as it's happening. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> um, I also am planning on having on a fellow um, ASMD mother on in the upcoming weeks to kind of discuss her journey with IVF because after her or after her son was diagnosed, her son, I, I don't remember how old he was, but after he was diagnosed, her and her husband decided to go through the IVF process and um, they have two healthy babies now. So I, I've been wanting to have her come on for quite some time now. Um, so we are trying to schedule that and it should be a really great conversation for anybody that is interested in family planning beyond a diagnosis. Um, so yeah, I'm, I will keep you guys all in the loop and this was kind of a little bit of a shorter episode today. I just wanted to hop on and share our exciting news that we got and I am going to link also the um, the organization that granted us this. It's called Parental Hope. They're based out of Cincinnati, and it's a husband and wife who started it, and they award grants, I think two times a year, to couples that are battling infertility issues or needing to go through the IVF process. And I think they've had... I want to say like 40 babies born so far since they started and there's two on the way. It's just an amazing organization. So if anyone finds it in their heart to make a monetary donation, it would be so appreciated because I know there are so many other families out there like us that are just waiting for this blessing. And um, the more, you know, funding they get, the more grants they can give out, the more little miracles they can deliver to other families. So I will link that all below. And I think that's all I have for you guys today. So I hope everyone has a really great week and I will see you back next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.